Washington, D.C. is a city full of monuments and memorials to Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, assorted generals on horseback. But it's hard for a hero to remain dignified when he is covered with bird droppings or smudged by automobile soot. It's a big job keeping these historic figures clean and well-maintained. In fact, there are teams of so-called memorial workers scrubbing, buffing, sweeping throughout the nation's capital. Dan Collison went out with one of those workers. It's 6 a.m., and the only life at the Lincoln Memorial this early in the morning is James Hudson and his work crew, a few joggers, and lots of birds. Pigeons, you have sparrows, you have a few little robins and whatever floating around, quite a few birds. So the first thing Hudson does each morning when he gets to work is to see if the 19-foot-high Mr. Lincoln needs a cleaning. We have a ladder with padded uh, corners so it won't scar the base and the statue up. I put it on the side of the base first, then I climb up and then pull the ladder up by hand, then sit the ladder between his legs. And sit after I put my buckets and stuff up there on the side, then I climb on up all the way up to his shoulders so I can be standing up on top of his shoulders and I can get to the top of his head. Hudson scrubs away the dust and grit and bird droppings with a gentle non-abrasive soap so as not to wear away the marble. And about once a week, when Abe is really dirty, he gets hosed down. James Hudson has given the Lincoln statue hundreds of these baths since he began working for the National Park Service about seven years ago. He and his four-person crew will spend the better part of their day cleaning the memorial's huge marble columns, buffing and mopping its floors, and answering endless questions from tourists. Where's the Vietnam Memorial? Where's the Jefferson Memorial? And amazingly, because it is in plain view from the steps of the Lincoln, where's the Washington Monument? I just tell them to turn to the right and look at the end of the reflection where you can see it. You know. When it comes to knowing the folklore of the Lincoln Memorial, Hudson has few equals. He can point out that Abe's carved hands seem to be saying something in sign language, exactly what, no one's sure. And he can show you the image in the statue that can only be seen from a certain angle. See the back is here? It looks like another face. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. See? To Hudson, it's the face of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. Why do you think it's Lee? It looks like him. Uh-huh. It looks like him. His gasoline-powered leaf blower is acting up today, so Hudson is forced to sweep the steps of the memorial by hand. The tourist season has passed, so there's not much trash today, just a few cigarette butts. Nothing like the day after a big demonstration or the 4th of July. But with a plastic coffee stirrer clenched firmly in his teeth, Hudson, a Vietnam veteran with two purple hearts, says he approaches every day the same way. It's a challenge. Every morning, like say, we have a job to do. It's really a challenge, so um, I'm used to the challenge. Hudson's job includes cleaning the Jefferson Memorial and the Washington Monument, but Lincoln is where his heart is, and he says he wouldn't trade his early morning conversations with Abe for any other job in the Park Service. Sometimes I used to tell him, good morning, Mr. Lincoln, and uh, I look at him and see whether he need clean. I said, well, I'm going to clean, clean you up real good this morning, something like that. And I say it's really, it's really an honor to, to be here. Did you ever say anything back? No, not yet, not yet, not yet. I'm Dan Collison. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty, dedicated to the 
proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are, are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or uh, any nation Final note from the week's news. One day after the 4th of July, the busiest day of his year, James Hudson passed away. Filled, they think, by three days of relentless 90-degree-plus Washington, D.C. heat. In his years with the National Park Service, James Hudson had his share of sultry days in the Capitol. But this year, it got to be too much. Co-workers think the hard-working Mr. Hudson probably didn't take enough breaks or enough fluid. So, at the age of 43, he died, leaving behind a wife and seven children and Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, with whom James Hudson held regular early morning conversations on the National Mall at the memorial that bears his name. Sometimes he used to tell him, good morning, Mr. Lincoln. And, uh, uh I look at him and see whether he need clean. I said, well, I'm going to clean, clean you up real good this morning. Something like that. And I say it's really it's really honor to, to be here. Last fall on NPR, James Hudson told reporter Dan Collison that his heart was with Mr. Lincoln, although the National Park Service also made him responsible for cleaning the Jefferson and Washington monuments. But it was Abraham Lincoln who was special to the soft-spoken, smiling Mr. Hudson. Almost every day in the early morning hours, Mr. Hudson approached the 19-foot-high statue, leaned a ladder carefully between the marble presidential legs, then climbed the ladder to stand on the statue's shoulders and brush the top of its head. With regular hosings and daily dustings, James Hudson and his seven-member Park Service crew kept the memorial free of dust and debris. For him, it was an act of pride and commitment, no matter what the weather and the nation's capital can have its harsh winter mornings as well as the brutal summer ones. The National Park Service will, of course, find someone else to tend to the solemn, stirring statue of Mr. Lincoln on the Mall. But for the past 11 years, our 16th president was handsomely attended by a gentleman schooled in service and dedication. Abraham Lincoln was well served by the late James Hudson. We all were. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty, dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are, are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure.